Today we are having fun with doubt. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> doubt that today? <laughs> I doubt you doubt. Uh, I doubt a... your doubt. <laughs> I love it. Beginning this episode with laughter. Um, we laugh <laughs> at the word of doubt. And um, yeah, so we're going to talk about doubt today because, um, you know, it, it's in, we all, we're human. We have doubts. And, and anytime we lose sight of God, we fall into that category of doubt because without God, there's a lot of things to doubt. Like, <laughs> like, how do you know anything if you don't have God in your life? I don't know. I don't understand. But um, so that's what we're here to talk about because it's very easy to fall away from staying God focused and fall into these patterns of doubt, um, you know, and that and doubt can transcend into lots of conversations with fear and worry and, you know, all sorts of rabbit holes. But um, so we're just going to see what we can do to stay on track with the word doubt, have fun with it, recognize it in our lives, because we know it's in, you know, it's in our world. Um, but the important thing is, how do we recognize it in ourselves? have that conversation with God to wrestle ourselves if necessary out of doubt and and then eventually what's wonderful is just having that that foundation of certainty you know and walk in peace and power and not even have to deal with doubt when doubt comes along ultimately it's like oh that's interesting <laughs> and just let it go how do we get to that so that's our conversation today and to start us off we have miss yolanda take it away Yay. Woohoo. Good morning, world. I hope everyone's having a really blessed day today. Yeah. So, our topic is doubt. And I know everyone doubts in some way and somehow in their lives. Um, it's just like, uh, like Austin Angie said, it's a, it's a part of being human. Um, so, what I wanted to share uh, first and foremost is um, in Proverbs, Proverbs 3 verses uh, 5 and 6, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not in your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path or make your path straight. Um, so I come with that because when I um, first became a believer, in Christ, um, that was one of the passages in Scripture that really spoke to my heart. Um, to trust in Him, um, and to and to not to not to lean on myself, but to lean on Him. Um, so I have a I have a situation and um, story about my my um, encounter with doubt. Um, so when I was a young Christian, um, I recall uh, just really trusting God in everything, even to um, even to the point of not having money per se, but knowing that He would provide for me somehow. Um, I didn't know how, but I just knew that He would. Um, I had a roommate who did not like that um, because I was literally it was like almost like living paycheck to paycheck but I wasn't getting a regular paycheck I was working in construction at the time and so um, when I would have a construction job then I would have the money 
And so uh, it was living like that. And uh, it freaked her out terribly. And I had to try and reassure, reassure her that um, I was uh, going, you know, God was going to come through. Um, she didn't uh, quite believe uh, in God, but um, she, <laughs> it, it, it was awesome to see God work in that. Uh, many a times, um, I didn't know where my next uh, paycheck was coming or my next job was coming, but God always, 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 without without doubt, <laughs> would provide for me so that I could pay rent and pay the other uh, utilities and things that I needed to pay. I would get a job like literally like a week or two before those things were due. So then I would have the money to um, to pay those things, um, and it happened like clockwork every single time. And I and I totally trusted him. Um, as I grew older and just life hard life things transpired, um, I I had some doubts about things. Um, I recall an, another instance where when my mom was um, really really ill. Um, um, we didn't know we were going to be losing her, but um, it was a time where um, we had to call an ambulance, and I had to make a decision which um, hospital to have her go to, and it was really a difficult decision. I, I felt like a little kid trying to make adult decisions because it all fell on me because my dad was already in the hospital, and so I can remember when the ambulance came and I had to make that decision. Um, it was hard. It was very hard. And I remember um, almost arguing with the ambulance people because they wanted to take my mom to a different hospital, but I wanted her to be where my dad was because I didn't want us being at different places. I wanted us to be together so our family could be together. So I remember putting my foot down and saying, hey, you need to take her to this hospital because that's where my dad is and I'm not going to have them separated. It was hard. It was a hard decision. But in that, um, I know that God gave me the strength to stand up to them and put my foot down because um, I I doubted I could have that power kind of thing, you know. So um, it, it's a wonderful thing to trust in the Lord because um, you will have doubts and you will not know um, – where certain things are coming from or how, how, how are you going to get that next job or if you're going to get a job or um, how are you going to make it through uh, with difficult people that you, you know, work with or, you know, there's a lot of different things um, like maybe where your next meal is coming from. Um, but God, he always provides and he always is there for you uh, when, we put, when you put your trust in him. Uh, he'll never let you down. Never. That's awesome, Yolanda. How old were you when the hospital scenario came on the scene? Um, I want to say I was like maybe late 20s, early okay. 30, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. It was hard. You, it was a hard decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you'd never had to deal with that before. Now, you were a believer back then at that point or no? Yes, I was. Okay. God, yes, gotcha. I was. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. 
and, and, and crying and saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. Help me. I, I, I really don't know what to do. Because, like I said, it, it, it all fell in my lap because I was the oldest. And, um, yeah. It was, <laughs> gotcha. it, it was tough. And so did, was there a moment you heard God say, you know, you know, stand for this, you know, you want your family together. Did, did you, was that pretty clear that he gave you that strength looking back maybe? It, yeah. In a, in a, in a, in a sense, because, um, uh, it, it wasn't like an audible voice or anything, but it was like all of a sudden I had this peace and I had, and I knew exactly what I needed to do and what I needed to say with. I had the, you know, the Holy Spirit's power within me. Um, nice. Because it was just like, all of a sudden, I just, you know, I like I said, I was in, the, I went in the bathroom because my siblings were like, what are we going to do? And I went, I said, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I just like sobbed in there. <laughs> I was like, Lord, I don't know what to do. Help me. I have to make the decision here. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember that so vividly. And then it's just like I said, you know, I just had this this peace that it's it's hard to explain it unless you experience it, but it was a peace, and and I knew exactly what I needed to say. It's like, you know, he he will give you utterances when you don't know what to say or how to say it. He will give it to you, and that's exactly what happened. You know, um, we you know called the ambulance. The ambulance people came, and I said, my mom is going here, and they're like, well, no, we we go. I go. She is going here. <laughs> that's where my dad is. They need to be together. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's funny how, you know, the bathroom thing, I think <laughs> the bathroom is a, there's a lot of decisions that have been made crying in a bathroom, I think, especially for, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a room you can lock the door, like no one can get in. No one would even think to try to get in. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's like a it's little like your, safe it's place. Like your little closet. <laughs> when you said go to go to your closet and pray. <laughs> At it's least like a closet. Little... Someone might open a closet, but a bathroom, a locked bathroom door. I you know, people would think right. twice. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of things yeah. have, a lot of conversations in the bathroom with God. I love that. I love what you nope. said um early on when you started sharing your story about um you know just trusting god for the money um you said something so powerful i just want to amplify it you didn't know how that you were going to get the money you didn't know how you just knew you just knew it was going to happen you just totally trusted god and that's and that is the level of knowing and believing that we get to when we totally rely on God and we, when we really um, focus in and, and develop that relationship with God and, and keep that relationship going, there's this level of knowing, like you said um, later on, it's just this level of peace. You can't necessarily describe it, but there's just this knowing the sense of knowing, especially when you talk to God, it's, and it's different for everyone, how it shows up. You know, like you said, it's not, it wasn't an audible voice in that case for you, but it doesn't have to be. It shows up in different ways for everyone. So thank you for sharing. That's very powerful. I love that. Thank, thank you. you yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what, what's your what's your nickname, Billy? Catfish, Billy. Catfish. 
Officially. <laughs> yeah, you're up next. <laughs> well, welcome, uh, podcast group, uh, Mike, Yolanda, and uh, Angie, and welcome to the world and uh, all the listeners. Uh, may God bless you and watch over you and provide for you. Um, man, doubt. Uh, I, I mean, we can doubt everything. Uh, is the steak coming out rare or, or well done? <laughs> is the you know uh is the cook gonna uh prepare it right and uh i don't know uh doubt does uh you know do my kids love me does my wife love me do my parents love me you know um and uh health you know you got an ailment and that's what i'm going to talk about is health because i mean that can be a long long journey and for me it was a long journey and uh, when I was, you know, diagnosed uh, bipolar, I call it Holy Spirit. Uh, obviously, I ended up in the psych ward uh, many times and uh, they gave me all kinds of medicine. And my biggest doubt was, is the medicine going to work? Now, I know that God created the doctors and, you know, God created the uh, scientists to, you know, uh, research and uh, make these chemicals you know, but I mean, you know, God was pouring his spirit out on me and I was just acting and the world gets scared of that. And uh, don't be scared of it. Uh, find uh, find and feel yourself worthy uh, that God revealed himself to you and uh, uh, wanted to use you for a purpose. But when I was going through five years, I was praying and asking God and talking to doctors and you know, asking them, you know, I mean, you know, is this going to work? Well, we got to try it and see, you know, guinea pig, catfish, Billy. And, uh, you know, I felt like a guinea pig. And uh, I felt that they didn't know it was going to work because I'd never taken it before. So I had, you know, to, you know, push my doubt away and, you know, pray to God, is this medicine going to work and take it? And then, um, it, it never worked. I mean, you talk about frustration. And I mean, I had, you know, I had some bad thoughts of wanting to hurt myself on some of the medicines. And I was like, that's not normal. I remember crying to the doctor. I can't take it anymore. Give me something else. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden we found this medicine called Latuda. And the only side effect is it gives me diabetes but I'll take it because it keeps everything in check. But again, I got a preference that no matter what medicine you're on, if God wants to talk to you and use you, he's going to use you. And, but finding that medicine, all my doubt went away because I was able to live somewhat of a normal life, more normal than it had been normal enough that I didn't have to go to the hospital anymore. I didn't have to talk to the psych doctors I could, you know, interact with my friends and family again, and they weren't scared of me. And uh, they're like, yeah, man, boy, Bill's normal. I mean, he hasn't been in a hospital. It's been like eight, nine years now and uh, are going on nine years. And uh, I'm so thankful for that medicine and for God removing, you know, my doubt and um, finding something that worked. But I had to be faithful for five years I had to be the guinea pig. I had to take the medicine to see if it would work for me. So you got to do things that help you remove your doubt. But God ultimately did answer my prayer. And 
I'm so thankful. And I don't like the diabetes, but it's a trade-off, you know, because I'd rather be able to live and at least I can still take medicine that we know that works for that uh, disease or ailment. And, um, you know, you can monitor it and uh, 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 take care of yourself. So, um, you know, it's, and, and, you know, health issues are, I mean, man, it, you know, we start to doubt, does God love us? Why would I have to go through this? Why well, I had to go through that so I could tell my story to somebody else and say, be patient, be faithful, don't doubt. They'll find something that works for you. And uh, I just do got to say that we don't know when God's going to answer our prayer and remove our doubt. We just have to have faith that he will do it uh, in his time and when it's right. And um, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, you know, um, we serve a living uh, uh uh, loving and uh, forgiving God, and uh, thank you, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and uh, you earth angels. You guys are my earth angels here on earth, and uh, so glad to have met you and have you part of my life, and uh, removes my doubt uh, that there's bad people out there, because there's a lot of bad people, but man, we got some good ones here. Love you guys. Oh, thank Bye. you, Catfish Billy. That's yeah. wonderful. I'm going to ask you a couple questions based on that share. Yeah, okay sure. Go that. ahead. Okay. So you made a, a statement and I'd, I'd love for you to expand on that a little bit if you can. Um, um, you mentioned when you were first starting to talk about date or doubt, date, doubt in terms of the medicine not working and you had to push your fears away or push your doubt away is what you said. You have to push your doubt away. What did that mean to you when you say push your, you had to push the doubt away? What, what does that mean to you? Well, um, when I was taking the medicine, one, I'd never taken it before. So I had to push away the doubt that, oh, it's not going to work. Uh, or uh, the side effects are going to be really bad. Or uh, does this doctor even know what's going on? Or they just feed me pills? Um, you know, and I, and I went through many doctors till I got to the Eckerd Center. But, uh, you know, I had to, uh, you know, um, be willing to submit myself uh, to the doctors and to God and to take the medicine. But, man, it was hard after like three or four medicines that didn't work. I was like, man, what are they doing? And uh, it, it, it was harder and harder to um, push that doubt away because, man, it was just all over me. And I'm like, oh, God, here's another three or four month experiment. And, uh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, take these pills and see if they work. Am I going to gain weight? Am I going to feel normal? You know, my biggest thing is I didn't want to feel like a zombie on the couch. And most of those medicines they give you, they make you incapacitated, zombie-like state and are horrible. Thank God with those Tuda, I am, I'm normal. I mean, Man, I'm just so thankful. But I mean, you know, it was hard to push that doubt away, Ange, because I was like failure after failure. I mean, it, we're talking like, you know, nine, 10, 11 medicines that I had to try all for three or four or five, six months. And the roller coaster of emotions and uh, side effects and uh, not feeling normal, man, it was horrible. 
And not only that, it didn't stop the mania episodes or what I call the Holy Spirit episodes. Man, God was pouring his spirit out on me and I was acting. And I wasn't like doing anything harmful to people. But I mean, I was on a mission, you know, to let them know, hey, this is what's up. And they got scared, you know, because I didn't have any filter and I just, you know, uh, spewed my, you know, what God wanted me to say on people. And, uh, you know, so anyway, I mean, it was uh, uh, a good and bad time because I learned a lot and I experienced a lot uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually. And, um, you know, I never doubted the, the spirit when it would come upon me uh, because I know where it was coming from. But man, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, doubt and it can weigh on you. I'm talking stress and depression and all and worry. I mean, there's a book by Dale Carnegie, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And that's what we need to do. We need to start living. We need to start, you know, um, counting and uh, we need to start believing and knowing that God eventually, I mean, I didn't know it was going to take five years for him to answer my prayer. But thank God I didn't kill myself and I kept going and I was able to, uh, a lot of people don't make it, man. I mean, that's, you know, that was a long valley and I'm just thankful that uh, he provided. Awesome. I'm going to tease it apart just a little bit more um, because what I think I hear, because I I really want our listeners to be able to um, come up for themselves. Like I know there's people out there that that struggle, especially with health. That's a massive, you know, on, on all sorts of levels. And you, so you, you struggled with the doubt of, um, you had a very unique scenario because you had, um, you know, this med, I mean, meds in, in that scenario, they don't know. And nobody knows how are they going to affect you specifically as an individual. And it is this whole project, I call it of, um, testing experiment. It. it's experiment total experiment and um so what i heard you say um because i know there's a lot of there were a lot of thoughts going through your head you did a really nice job extracting um some of those thoughts that were going on but ultimately i heard you say you took action you submitted that was another word you used you submitted to the doctor because we do have earth angels on this planet that, um, you know, that are here for a reason, you know, that eventually got you to the Latuda. Um, and you, you were straddling this, you know, you have faith in God, but there's also these earth angels here that God has put there to help you. And um, ultimately, you push the doubt away. That was your words, you pushed the doubt away. And I believe you say you just took action and submitted to what the earth angels were saying, take this drug. We'll, tr- you know, we got to try it. We got to try something. And you, it was just this act, it was submission and taking that step. That's, that's what I, I heard from that. Is that yeah. I mean, absolutely. And I mean, it's, uh, I mean, you know, most of these doctors, they, you know, you meet them for the first time. And then depending, like, I mean, I moved around a lot because, I mean, I, I was homeless at one time. And, you know, I mean, I was, uh, you know, going back and forth from Tennessee to Illinois. And, um, you know, it's, 
the the submission part i and having a trust earth angel which is the doctor and you're right they never give you the medicine so you have no idea how you are going to react to it and every person with a uh mental illness or a bipolar disorder um there's i mean man there's a lot of medicines out there and every everyone reacts differently to it and sadly to say some people like to feel like a zombie and just be out of it uh and i understand because you when it's overwhelming and uh, bearing down on you and uh you're having a mania holy spirit episode uh it's pretty intense and uh usually you just want to sleep after it's over uh for days and just you know co- uh, analyze what happened to you but the biggest part is in uh not only uh but just submitting you know that god was going to put the right doctor and the right medicine in front of me sometime i didn't know when i just kept believing that is this the one is this the one and i was willing to submit and try and do what the doctor said if i never did that i never would have got to latuda or i could have let like one medicine i took um made me have thoughts of killing myself and i've never thought that way in my entire life and i just knew uh two things one i wasn't going to kill myself and number two i'm getting off this medicine right now because i don't think this way and uh i cried to the doctor and then uh, the next medicine was latuda <laughs> so i uh, think i was willing to submit and uh trust earth angels and you know trust that god had created a medicine that would work for me i just had to find it and i had to be willing to test it so that the doctors could know how am i going to react to it cuz everyone's different and um finally we got there i love it it just yeah i love it thank you so much for sharing bill that's just so amazing yeah you're welcome and i mean yeah. i got i got many other stories and i'm sure we all do but I just felt that that was an important one because health issues that eventually affects every single person on this planet you know and um it's tough to deal with sometimes when you're going through it Oh absolutely and it's being able to calm ourselves to get to that place of listening to God and um yeah because he does he, we're all here for one another we are earth angels to one another but there like you said there are people that are not here for our best interest and we need to be able to discern that and that takes a um, relationship in my opinion with god jesus christ the holy spirit within and the more we work on that saying god focused um and what that means for us individually um, and, and again, I love the word individually because we are all our own on our own individual paths here. And um, we can't doubt that God put us each one of us here for a reason. Each one of us are here for a very specific reason. And we can't doubt that. Um, and sometimes it's hard to articulate that. <laughs> That's part of my story. <laughs> but um, thank you for uh, riffing with me on that catfish, Billy. I appreciate You're it. Welcome, Angie. It's, awesome, Angie. it's a powerful, uh, it's a powerful story. All right. MJ, you ready to share or you want me to jump in? 
Hey guys, uh, I, I'm sorry, but I got to do something at 11, so I got to jump off here, but it was, uh, I'll listen to what Mike and uh, you have to say later, but I apologize. I got to run though, guys. No worries. Yes. Thanks for sharing, so, Bill. Love you guys, man. Love You're ya. awesome. Good stuff. Love you. Yay. Yay. All right, MJ, you're up, unless you want me yeah. to go. No, I'll do my little thought process here, and, and you finish it up, so, but yeah, it it's funny, because every time I think of the word doubt, I just think of my one pastor that I had many years ago that used to always say, I doubt you, doubt. Hmm. <laughs> that was his attack versus doubt. Why don't you doubt your doubts? <laughs> it's what he used to say. If you doubt something, why don't you just doubt that doubt? Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, okay. But, you know, it also brings me to that um, kind of like a a, a visual thought of um you know in ghostbusters the ghostbusters are going up against these ghosts and i I just picture this green floating blob that had arms on it that they had to attack this thing and you could call that doubt you know you could take a look at that little green thing in that movie and say that's doubt right there so how do you attack it you know um and you tack it with the word of God. You have to talk to it. You have to recognize that it's there. I mean, Adam and Eve are the ones who first brought doubt into this world. You know, they doubted what God had told them about that uh, particular tree, not to eat from it. And yet they listened to a serpent instead of going back to God and saying, hey, God, what do you think? You know, this serpent thing tells us we can eat from this tree. And yet you told us not to, you know, tell us again, you know, instead of going back to God, they just went ahead and took the serpent's word for it and did exactly what he told them not to do. You know, uh, when Peter gets out of the boat and he starts walking on water, and as long as he looked at Jesus, he was doing fine. He he was in total belief, and he was totally knowing that if Jesus told him to get out of the boat and come to him, that he would be fine. But it must have been the waves. It must have been the wind. It must have been something else that drew his mind off of it. And as soon as he started maybe overthinking it, all of a sudden, he started to sink, and he started to go away. And it's like he doubted something there, and sure enough, it started to engulf him. And that's how I picture, you know, how we go into situations. And uh, even John the Baptist, you know, when he doubted that is Jesus the one, you know, so he would send while he was in jail, he sent his his guys to go over and talk to Jesus and say, are you are you the one, you know, or should we be looking for somebody else? And Jesus looked at him and said, listen, you know what you've seen. You've seen me do miracles. You've seen me do all these things. Go back and tell John and remind him, I did all these things through God's power. So I am the one, you know, and it's just that doubt that creeped in there. And uh, I just remember driving with my son. I'll give you an example of many. I have a many for myself. And I was trying to pick out in my mind for myself some of the ones that you know, but uh, this one's so vivid. It, it's the first one that came to my mind about a year, just over a year ago. I'm driving with my son 
and we're talking about working for other companies, you know, and getting that first real job that where you have to, because he had worked for people in the, in the neighborhood, he had done different things for other people. And I knew he was a good worker and was very diligent and got the job done and did it, did it the best he could and worked hard. If anything needed to be corrected, he will always correct it. So I knew going into his very first job, whatever he got hired for, he'd do great with. I knew that, but he was struggling with it. And I remember talking to him in the car while we're driving, saying, you know, we were going to look for a, an Amazon job. Uh, Amazon was hiring for uh, people in the warehouse, and we were trying to get that put together. And we were looking at other places in the local area. And I just said to him, I says, listen, we will find you a job and it will just be where God wanted to put you. And, and it could be something around the corner here. And sure enough, that day we drove by and had a quick little lunch break at Taco Bell. And we asked while we drove through, we asked, do they have any openings? And they gave us an application and we took it and, um, Fill it out in the next two days and send it back in the third day. <laughs> Today he's had he's had that job for over a year now. They're promoting him, and I just look at that and, and I know he was doubting his ability to find a job and or do good at it. And I knew we just had need to go into action, like Angie and Bill were talking about. There, you just need to put it into action. And, you know, say to this mountain, you know, and a mountain can be anything. A mountain can be an illness. A mountain could be a financial crisis, could be a personal crisis between you and somebody else. Whatever your mountain is, you can just talk to it and say what is written and use that word of God to pick that thing up and just toss it away. And that, that, that's how Jesus corrected Everything that Satan was telling them when he went 40 days and 40 nights out in the desert, Satan tempted him with all kinds of different things. And all Jesus did to fight him was to throw the word of God back at him. And that's all I'm saying today is that if you have doubt and you need some help, it's right there in the word. You know, you can just pick up scripture and uh, I'll leave you with Matthew uh, 21, 21. You know, Jesus replied to them. He said, I, uh, I tell you the truth, if you have faith and you do not doubt, not only can you do what has been done to the fig tree, but you can say to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. And that's what, you know, anything can happen. You can say that to an illness. You can say that to a financial crisis. You can say that to a, a bad challenge between two people and it will work itself out. It's all in God's time. Yeah, I, I know we all want it tomorrow. We all want it today. We all want it right now. But you will get it in the time that it was given to you. And you just have to not doubt. I doubt you doubt. That's my story. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I doubt you doubt. <laughs> so for those of you, thank you, MJ, for that was wonderful. Um, I doubt you doubt. I love that. <laughs> So many, for those of you listening, we've had so many nuggets today. And so I'm going to pull it all together and just keep it all simple. Cause that's what I'm all about. <laughs> How do we make this whole thing simple? Um, 
like like Miss Yolanda said, um, she didn't know how, she just knew. And then um, and then it's just this matter of action. You know, like Bill said, you just submit and you just take action. And then like MJ said, just, you know, doubt, doubt your doubts. You know, I doubt your doubts. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's also a, an element of fun is what that is too. It's an element of fun, which is part of the brilliance of what I love. Um, you know, we're taking life too serious a lot of times. And, you know, so my, here's my example for today. It happened today, starting this con, this podcast. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? Our topic was doubt. <laughs> and so um, I finally just said, let's just start talking and it'll, it'll come. And um, sure enough, it did. And, you know, so it, it proves have fun, doubt your doubts and just have fun, step into action. We don't know how, we don't need to worry about the how, we just need to do it. <laughs> And you guys all just proved that today in your stories. And I'm here standing to pull it all together with my words um, to all of you listeners out there. Stay God focused. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take life too serious. Just take some action. Just what do you want? We want a podcast about doubt. Okay. And we just start opening our mouths and talking. And here we are. The end. All God's children said. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Love you all. Amen. Stay God focused. Amen. Amen. So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.